Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. <laughs> uh, that one never gets old to me. I know it's corny. <laughs> and if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together, we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from a librarian who used the archives downstairs as her dungeon for her slaves. I could be reading from one of your politicians. You know the one. He likes to show his aides how his dick can dance. I could be reading from one of your circuit judges. They like to only wear lingerie under his gown for trial. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, just remember to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. So I read an article today that kind of made me, and it wasn't even sexual, but it got me to thinking about sexual things, about, uh, actually was reading horrible about the best beds for you, because I need a new bed. Um, No, it's not broke, but it's just time for a new bed. (laughs) Any whom's. So what is, I got to think about my memories and sex and bed. And when I think about the most basic or not basic, great sex I've had. Not that it doesn't involve a bed, but I remember places other than the bed. So what I'm asking you is this, am I alone in this? Am I alone in the thought of most of my memories, even though that with said person has happened in a bed multiple times, but the times that heighten it when I'm mem- when my memory kicks in is not the bed. It's other places, the couch, the floor, the table, against the wall, bending over, other places than the bed. When it comes to sexual memories, are we more, you know, to X out the bed? You know, meaning that our lover, not that the, not that not the best times we've had are in bed, but the ones that we do recall on are not the bed. See where I'm getting at? Hopefully. (laughs) I know when I think of this person, it's yes, we most of the time we've had sex in bed. But there are other times that we've had sexual intercourse or sexual interaction other places. And maybe those times that you know, they all my memories merge, not that I'm putting a faux memory in not where it belongs, but the feelings possibly that I've had with others go there. But I can't really say that when I think of us having sex, do I, I know I don't go 
ooh, it's in bed. I'm always having us in bed because it's not. I'm having us in other places, but I'm also remembering the the feelings, the texture, the, the other things that I know that he can do. And sometimes, yes, I orgasm without touching myself. I, it's a gift. Just saying, but what about you? When you think of your sex, the some of the great sexual adventures you've had or want to have, does it involve a bed? Or do you have it in other places? That's my question. Just wondering if I'm alone in this. You know what time it is? It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I just heard my most recent story, and you make it sound 100 times better. Answer your questions. My husband just loves the fact that I'm promiscuous. It did turn him on, me being with Derek, but he enjoys it better when I'm up with Uncle Dan. He didn't bring up the fact that I've brought men into our house. I let men in because it was much better. Them knowing that I'm cheating a wife, having sex with my marital bed was an automatic orgasm. Husband wants me to find new play dates, more black men. He says Uncle Dan is for my pleasure. I'm always game. And yeah, a resort does sound hot. I would love to let loose and let the slut come out and for the entire week. One last thing. What I haven't done, but I'm so dying to do so, is a gangbang. Four to six men at the same time. I've had three at a time, but don't want to ruin the storyline. Now to the story. The next morning I woke up before hubby. I sat on the patio sipping my cup of coffee. I was trying to figure out how I'm going to bring this up to my uncle. I know for a fact that if I told him I wanted to fuck, he would be there in a heartbeat. But mentioning hubby was the tricky part. I was drawing a blank. I knew he wouldn't accept hubby watching or being there. I was in a bind, but I really wanted to fuck him. Oh, so bad. Hubby woke up and joined me. He kept talking about Derek and how much fun that was. My mind was all on my aunt's husband, Dan. Hubby kept talking about last night, and it hit me. Now, I wasn't sure if Hubby would be okay with it, but I had to shoot my shot. Honey, I've been thinking about having Dan come over today, but I really don't think he would want you to know we were fucking. I really want this. How can we make it happen? He thought for a bit, but nothing came out of his lips. I then suggested, how about we do this? I dressed really slutty for him. I tell him you're not home, and he can come fuck me at my house. And in the meantime, you're upstairs, listening to me getting fucked. He thought for a bit, and then asked if he can set a camera to record secretly. That's not a bad idea, I told him. Okay, let's do that. I was super excited, and he was on board. I sent Uncle Dan a text to call me, and when he had a minute. No lie, my phone rang right away. I told him just that. I was horny for his cock, and he should come visit. He said for sure, and what time? I asked what time worked for him. He said 5 p.m. only, for an hour or so. I agreed, and we hung up. Both Hubby and I were excited. Still hours to go, and Hubby got up and began playing with the camera. Fast forward to 4.30. I was anxious, wanting him to get there already. Hubby was helping me get dressed. He picked out booty shorts, boots, and a white see-through top. 
how he begged for a blowjob before he got there. And I did just that, and he loved it. I kept going, and he almost blew his load. I stopped and told him he couldn't come. He had to wait until my uncle left. I asked him, Don't you want sloppy seconds? He said, Hell yeah. I kept sucking his cock and balls until I heard the doorbell. I got up so fast and told Hubby to be quiet. Wivy's going to have some real fun now. I practically ran downstairs as soon as I opened the door. My uncle and I began making out and instantly feeling each other. I had to make sure to shut the door behind him since we were so excited. He pissed me on the couch and began eating me out. I'm usually pretty vocal gal, but I had to be extra so Hubby could hear. Dan stopped and got up. I wanted to suck his gorgeous cock, but he didn't want me to. We locked eyes and said, Damn, babe, I've been waiting for this for a while. On my legs, super spread, he began fucking me so hard, I came instantly. You're such a good slut, he said. Your pussy feels so damn good. He kept going. I kept asking him to fuck me harder and harder. Don't stop. Don't stop, I said. Fuck, I'm coming for a second time. And when he pulled out, he went back down. My legs were shaking. My pussy was in deep pleasure. I couldn't hold it much longer. I squirted on my uncle's face so hard, he was even like, what the fuck was that? I said, that's how happy you make my pussy. He got up, dried his face with a towel. He then sat down and told me to ride it. And I did. Fuck. It felt so good as my pussy was hugging his cock. I went slow as we kissed. He said he missed me a lot. I whispered, I hope you don't fall in love. And I started riding him hard. I was moaning and screaming loud. He was slapping my breast and pinching my nipples. He couldn't hold it much longer and came oh so deep. Fuck me. He definitely filled my puss me. I stayed on top of him for a bit as we hugged. I asked him if he had time for another round. He said yes, but he needed a few months to cover. I got up and told him I'll be right back. I rushed upstairs to clean up, and Hubby was so happy to see me. He hugged me and said, Wow, babe, sounds like he fucked the shit out of you. He did. We have one more round, and then I'm all yours. We kissed, and then I went to clean up. I changed into the second outfit Derek didn't see get to see, a purple bodysuit with white thigh-high heels. Hubby took a couple pictures, then went downstairs I went. Dan's jaw dropped. Just for me? I got doggy and begged him to fuck me as I moved my ass around. He got behind me, spanked me super hard, but I loved it. He then shoved it in, went balls deep. He was hitting the right spots at every thrust, again, had me coming in no time. I pulled forward a bit until his cock slipped out, then reached over, grabbed his cock, and pointed it right at the entrance of my ass. He asked, are you sure? I wiggled my ass, and he got the point. He went slow. I was so turned on. I wasn't hurting at all. As soon as his head popped in my ass, I pushed back on it. Oh, my fucking God. It hurt. My ass is now being stretched. I did scream loud. He asked me if he should stop. I said no. Fuck, baby. Your ass is so tight. I love it. Not sure if it was the way too tight for him or if it was hurting, but he didn't fuck my ass as hard as I wanted. And boom, he finished oh so fast. 
I was kind of disappointed, but I guess it felt so good to him that he couldn't hold it. He pulled out and ran to the restroom. Yeah, I guess it got a bit messy. I wiped myself and just laid there on the floor. He came back, he got dressed, and said he had to go, and I totally understood. I got up, kissed him, and he asked when he could see each other again. I simply told him I'd let him know. And off he went. Hubby rushed downstairs and got me doggy style, asked if he could go in my ass. I told him yes, but that first he wanted to feel my pussy. He did, and said my pussy was well used, and he could barely feel it. Once his dick was all wet from Dan's cum, he pulled out and shoved it in my ass. No lie, he fucked the hell out of my ass. And that ended a great evening. And yes, plenty more to come. Thanks, slut wifey. Well, hello, E. (laughs) Nice to hear from you again. I have so many questions, but it's, it's one of those where they're rolling through my head at this moment. And it's, it's like, we, um, not Wheel of Fortune. Well, I guess we could say Wheel of Fortune, but I was thinking Price is Right, the, the wheel that spins and you try to land on a dollar, that one. Not the Drew Carey version, you know, Bob Barker, you know, the one that punched Sam, you know, Adam Sandler, you know, there we go, right? <laughs> okay, I've talked about this gentleman many, 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 many times. Um, it seems like a lot of stories remind me or are very close to him. And he called so frequently that there we go. So this gentleman, and I was thinking of this E while you were talking about him being upstairs listening, he had or wanted to have a bed that where he could slide under and be right there under the bed while his wife or partner got fucked. He also installed a one-way mirror next to it the way it looked it was um the way it was explained to me he could hide in the closet and the mirror could face the bed you know he's also has said that they have taken like hit a nanny cam in the room so he could watch that way live somewhere like if he's traveling for business remotely he could watch that way and i so suggestions for you and your hubby but um there we go. I, I always thought that was very inventive way to, you know, nanny cams can be used for so many things, but that's one of them. And he said the one he had, and I don't know the model, so don't ask, but I'm sure Amazon and Google are your friend as mine, that he could have hooked up, that he could, you know, when she turned it on, he could live connect to watch the people she was fucking. And like you, E, she would bring them home not necessarily to the marital bed. They they would set up a room privately that was set up for this, not like a dungeon or anything like that. It just looked like another room where she could have downtime or fuck time, I guess is what it's called. And then there were the cameras and when she would turn on the light so he could watch it. So some of these men didn't know they were watching, but there were some of them that would come home and she would be, she would time it just right where he would walk into having seeing her having sex with them, which he always seen it as a gift. And at first I was kind of like, huh? And now I do. I see that as if that's your thing. I see how that can be a very much of a big gift for your hubby. If he's having a hard day, he would tell me that she would call him about three quarters of the way through the day. And if he was having a really shitty day, you know, 
he would come home and there she was either masturbating or fucking or sucking, you know, two, two guys or so. So it can happen. And I think maybe you and your hubby should explore that. Maybe, maybe not. You'll have to let me know. So ladies and gentlemen of my friends out there, question, would you go that far for your partner? Would you go that far and find a way to explore this, be part of her sluttiness, embrace it with her? Or do you just satisfied for hearing the stories that come home. Or as in one case, I've talked about this gentleman also, just knowing that she was going out, it was like a said and said thing. Like I'm going out to buy pineapples, or whatever they said, or pine cones or pumpkins. And boy, I am stuck on that letter P, aren't I? <laughs> that being said, what to extent would you be part of this? Would you want to? That's the question, right? I guess if we find a way to get over the hump of jealousy, per se, like her husband has, and embrace the sexuality, the sexiness of it, of their connection, and what it means, would you want to be part of it in a secretive way? Very James Bondish, right? I really want to know. Dear Nikki, I was in China on business a few years ago, pre-corona, with a couple of co-workers I've been there many, many times before, but this was the first time anything like this ever happened. For some reason, we couldn't exchange our currency at the hotel, and the banks were all closed. So I decided we would walk around to see what we could get with a few dollars in Chinese currency I had left over from my last trip here. I don't know if you've ever been to Midland, China, but you'd have to be pretty daring to eat anything on the street here. This night was no exception. With no good options presenting themselves, we decided to head back to the hotel and eat at the restaurant attached to their lobby, figuring we could just charge it to the rooms. So we get back, but it turns out the restaurant and American-style pizza-slash-bar is not actually affiliated with the hotel at all, so no dice on charging the rooms. This adorable waitress informs us this and also tells us they don't take credit cards either. As we sat there staring at each other, wondering what we're going to do, the waitress offers to charge some of the money for us out of her own cash. We take her up on it and order some pizzas and soda water and keep her as our waitress. The whole meal I kept catching her glancing my way, smiling and blushing, etc., even from across the restaurant. I think my co-workers were too exhausted from the day's activity to even notice, though. I smile back every time, of course, and do almost all the interacting with her on behalf of our party. She really was just about the cutest thing I've ever seen. She was probably about 25 years old, just sweet as can be, very petite, and had these dimples that just sucked me right in each time I looked at her. Her English was pretty good, and she was easy to talk to. The meal ended, and it left her a big tip which was actually not done at all in Midland, China, as a thanks for taking care of us and helping us out. I went up to my room and passed out. The next day was a lot like the first, exhausting. But when we got back to the hotel, our favorite waitress was just coming on to her shift and flagged me down to give me back some cash since the exchange rate at the bank that morning was actually better than that she told us the night before. 
Wow, I thought, there's an honesty you don't see every day. And I wouldn't have had a problem with her keeping a little bit of extra anyway. She was doing us a huge favor. So she gave me the extra and I said thank you. Then we all went back to our rooms and started talking about dinner. None of us wanted pizza two nights in a row. So we went to the other restaurant that was actually was affiliated with the hotel, which hadn't found out until that morning. Dinner was more traditional Chinese food than pizza and very good. Again, my coworkers were more exhausted than I was, so they hurried off to bed. I decided to head downstairs and have a few beers before bed, however, and of course, hoped that dimples would still be working. She was. I sat at the bar chatting her up a bit when she came by. She remained as sweet and adorable and flirty as the night before. Only this time, there was more physical contact. She kept putting her hand on my knee or arm as she talked to me. Things like that. I honestly never got her name, and she ever never asked mine either. Towards the end of the night, around 11 or so, I paid my tab and she came over and pouted at me. She asked if I was leaving already. I said that yes, I had an extra early train back to Hong Kong, and I still had to pack up my things. She informed me that she got off work in about two hours, and asked if she could bring a six-pack of beer upstairs to my room and hang out with me. Of course, I said yes, and she said I'd have to come retrieve her since the elevators only worked for me if you had a room key. I didn't have an extra, so I agreed to come back down and meet her at the end of her shift. I rushed upstairs, packed everything except what I needed for the morning, and took a shower. I groomed myself the best I could, cleaned up the room a bit as well. Two hours came finally, and I hurried downstairs to find Dimples waiting in the lobby with the promised six-pack of Blue Girl beer. We rode the elevator up in silence. When we got to my room, she put all but two beers in the mini-fridge and sat down on the edge of the bed. I sat next to her, and she handed me a beer. We chatted a bit. I asked where she was from, if she had any family, what kind of music she liked, etc. We finished our beers and she got up to throw out the bottles. At this point, we both knew what was going to happen. When she came back to bed, I pulled her in front of me and kissed her and she climbed on my lap, kissing me back. We fell onto the bed, making out clumsily. Our clothes started coming off and we got down to our underwear. Dimple stood up, took my hand, and led me over to the tub. The tub in the room was a large jacuzzi-style tub that was strangely outside the actual bathroom, with a low dividing wall between it and the bed. She began running the water, removing her bra and paw toes, and climbed in, and took my hand and gestured for me to step in myself. I removed my boxer briefs and did just that. We washed each other's backs and fronts and arms and legs, just getting to know each other's bodies. We got out, toweled off, and then she instructed me to lay face down on the bed. She broke out a small bottle of oil, which she used to give me one of the slowest, most sensual massages I've ever had. I suspected she probably did the massage as another job besides waitressing. When I flipped over to my back, I was rock hard. She worked my whole body first, though, and when she had nothing left but my cock, she climbed on top of me and slid her naked body up and down on mine. Our breathing began to sink up, and I nearly had an orgasm right there. I had to pull her off of me before I did, 
since I wanted to make sure I could fully perform and experience the main event. So to cool myself off a bit, I positioned her on the edge of the bed, knelt down between her legs, and ate her tight little pussy. Started off gently licking, probing, finding the areas that set her off, then aggressively applying pressure to her clit, occasionally going back to those areas I'd previously identified in order to tease her out a bit. Unless she was faking it, I believe she came twice as I lapped up her pussy. I got back up on the bed and teased her opening with her head of my cock in a missionary position before pushing it inside her. Her pussy was so tight it could only take the first few pushes part way. And when she loosened up, was able to take my cock fully, things really started clicking. We went from missionary to her riding on top, then sort of scissoring position. But when it was time to get me fucking her from behind, holding her wrist so my arms were straight back, that I finally started feeling the orgasm coming on like a freight train. Between the slapping of our flesh together, her whimpering at each thrust, she heard me say I was going to come. She hopped off of me and spun around, wrapping her lips around my cock. I unloaded my cum into her mouth and watched it dribble slightly out of the corner of her lips. She swallowed what she could and then had to run to the sink to spit it out. What she couldn't is what she was started to gag on. She came back to bed and lay next to me. We snuggled in silence and held each other for about an hour before Dimples got up, got dressed, kissed me goodbye, and walked out the door. I still do not know her name, Vincent. Well, hello, Vincent. I am sure you're not the only one that seduced the waitress at a hotel, bar, restaurant, pub, whatever we're calling it. Well, we do know because we did have one a couple of months ago. Um, the guy on a business trip, you know, <laughs> seduced somebody in the Caribbean, I believe, but I don't quote me on that, but same kind of one night stand conclusion. What is it about essential massage that wakes all our senses? I mean, we have heard of other women going to massage parlors and having their own happy ending, which I've never thought of until recently, until men having them and having a, well, we all know a happy ending. What is it about the sensual massage? Is it the smells? Is it the hands on the body that awakens you, that awakens everything sexual in us? Do you take the time to well, besides massage our cocks and clits, pay attention to our partner. Pay attention to the, even if it's not someone we're in a relationship with, maybe taking the time to get to know their body, to hear their moans of ecstasy, to hear their moans of being aroused. To me, there's nothing like giving a massage. I haven't given one in a while. Maybe it's something I need to think about doing. But that relaxes us and puts us in the mood. It allows the person receiving the massage, massage, excuse me, to feel our hands, to communicate and read what we're saying through our hands. Because sometimes people aren't verbal, they're more physical. 
And our hands, and I've said this a long time ago, but our hands can sometimes communicate more than what our mouth can, just like our kissing can say more than what our verbal communication can. So if it's been a while, or you haven't, you should. Like I said, it's one of the most sexiest things, non-sexual, that you can do for your partner. It is an advanced foreplay, I would say, because nobody goes into a back rub looking to get fucked or anything else. But the touching of the skin and seeing that person in a vulnerable position and even feeling their body and listening to them, there's nothing like it. So if you haven't done it, you should. And if you have, I want to know about it. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget, I know, crazy winter nights. Well, it's already happened. (laughs) Crazy summer nights. I'm going to be there. Um, Some things are coming around the corner. They're happening a little slower than I expected, but they're still around the corner. You can always reach out just to say hello, but I need more than a hello. (laughs) Just saying. I don't bite. Well, don't ask him, but... Yeah, I don't. Well, maybe kind of. Sort of. And in closing, hello, lover. Why don't you come over and I give you a nice, slow, sensual massage? I promise a happy ending. Any way you want it. What do you think? I really want to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a Fabulous week.